Y'all ready to be history? Get started. Welcome. Hi. 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 Hello, everyone. To the Pro Audio Suite. These guys are professional. They're motivated. Thanks to Tribooth, the best vocal booth for home or on-the-road voice recording. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Introducing Robert Marshall from Source Elements and Someone Audio Post, Chicago. Darren Robbo Robertson from Voodoo Radio Imaging, Sydney. Tech to the VO Stars, George the Tech Whitam from LA. And me, Andrew Peters, voiceover talent and home studio guy. Line up, Here we go. Welcome to another Pro Audio Suite. Thanks to Tribooth. Don't forget the code PAP200 to save $200 on your purchase. And Austrian Audio, making passion heard. Uh, This week we're going to talk about auditions and deliverables. Because I see some very, very bizarre stuff in the brief. And uh, sometimes they're quite happy for you to uh, record your audition on a phone, which I find bit weird but anyway particularly as the industry's changed so much due to covid but um yeah phone's still acceptable by the sounds so do you process your audition or what do you do george well, yeah let's start from the top all right <laughs> now i'm biased because i do this as a service right so i literally sell these things i call them they're called stacks presets racks uh effects chains whatever the software you're using they all have different terms and it, it's, I'm trying to be less heavy-handed on the processing that I that I would have done in the past, especially with commercial. Commercial, for sure, like the the expectation for sound quality is very high, and the listener tend, you know, we're talking about, but big budget commercial, national commercial campaigns, big budget agency stuff. They they're they're very discerning. They know you're not. You can't pull one over on them by over processing yourself out of a bad situation, right? Yep. So with them, I, I use very light processing for commercials. So no more than two to one compression, maybe no limiter at all. Sometimes almost no limiter, and and a very subtle EQ if needed because their mic is real. You know, it's sibilant or something, yep. or the mic is really dull and it's kind of lifeless, and we need to brighten it up a bit just to sizzle a little bit. And it's it's all very subtle. Very subtle stuff on a commercial. On the other end of the spectrum would be someone saying, I'm doing auditions for radio imaging and they want me to sound like the guy on the radio. And then it's, you know, you throw everything at it that you would want to have on the sound of a radio imaging voice, which is really, really loud, very commanding, um, lots of EQ. So the other, I guess the most unique that I would do on a regular basis would be maybe for anything with characters really wide dynamic range where they're doing, you know, almost whispering to almost shouting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's where I use a lot of compression and a lot of limiting to kind of rein in the dynamic range so that it's a lot more listenable. But that's really the point of it to me for that is the auditions should be listenable, not irritating. And I and certainly I, zero distortion. You do not yeah. want distortion. Yeah. And that distort in that audition. Thank you, Chloe. Oh, <laughs> speaking of cartoon characters. <laughs> He's very good. He sounds is. real. Yeah. <laughs> but I was going to say, George, I think that's the point. I mean, we, I know we talk a lot on the show about not processing your voice. And I, I think as a deliverable for something that's going to get produced, I would stand with that. But also, you, when you're doing an audition, that is your finished audio. So, you know, yeah, a bit of processing isn't going to hurt at all. 
Yeah, the assumption is that an audition is never is never going to be processed. Now, I, I'm amazed how often I hear clients say, hey, my audition went to finish. I just got a check. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, and God. I'm like, yeah. and that does happen because the, if the audition does sound great and it does match the needs of the client and they do want to save time, then, you know, they actually use it. It happens. Yeah. Um, well, but that's for a unique kind of audition. I would say that would be for probably for promo where that might be happening. I'm not sure. I don't know what, do you guys know that happening where Stuff you that's are moving really fast? Something where Things they want to fast really turn fast. around. Yeah. 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 Well, I yeah. can actually tell a story about that because it's just happened to me. Cause I just did a, an audition a couple of weeks ago, um, for, um, Stuart talent in New York for Jonathan. And then uh-huh. I got an email the other day saying, can you send me your banking details? So what? I'm kind of thinking that that audition I sent is going to be used and they're paying for it. So I, I, I haven't, it's not definitive. Are you yet, sure it's them sending you the information, wanting your banking details? You better check <laughs> yes, deep, more deeply into who yeah. sent that email. <laughs> no, it's definitely Stuart talent. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah, that, that's a, an example of what you just said. So the audition looks like it's going to go final, which is mm-hmm. great for me. Mm-hmm. I mean, the better the quality of the audio you send, the more likely that could happen. And, um, but I am hearing more and more from folks that have been using stacks in many cases, ones that me, I, I may have made that they will get occasional feedback saying you sound over-processed. So there's more and more discerning listeners that are listening for production quality. It's been certainly much more so than since COVID, I've found. And, um, you know, they're they're more discerning. So, uh, yeah, if you're going to apply processing, you better know what for, why, and you better know what it's doing. Like, if you can't tell you've done processing, then you may want to reconsider what you're doing because you, you need to know what you're doing to the audio and you need to hear the difference. Yeah. Um, if it's so subtle because, well, George set it up and I don't know what it's doing, but he says it's helping a little bit with the, a little bit of booth resonance. And, and but I'll, Okay, that, that could be pretty subtle and it could be. But yep. most of the time, if, you're, if you don't know what it's doing and you've applied some preset, you definitely shouldn't be using it. <laughs> Yeah, or don't make the mistake of you apply it and then you don't even realize because you're listening to your low latency monitor, so you're not even like really hearing it necessarily. Yeah. You're not aware of it. You know? And definitely do not judge your processing while you're recording. Live. For you, yeah. so those of you out there with the Apollos, and there's thousands of you, don't judge the way you sound in your headphones while you're recording. That's not the way you really sound. That's the way you sound to yourself your while you're recording. Right. You have to listen to it back in context with other audio. Well, that's not true. You could raise the volume of your headphones so much that the ratio <laughs> of the playback played. of your headphones compared to your head resonance is minuscule, and therefore you are that's actually true. hearing. Yeah, that is true. You might well, get you would feedback not want to do that. your microphone by that point, but yeah, and you'll probably get yeah. some headphone bleed too when you do that. Yeah, that more an ear bleed. I would say. I think that's the best tip here so far, George, is record yourself flat and process afterwards. Give yourself the opportunity to take it off if you go, holy crap, I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. If you're recording an audition, wouldn't it be advisable to actually deliver something that could be used as the final? In other words, don't, don't touch it. Make, Look, leave I, it super clean. For me, I for me, it's a fine line. I'm not a voice actor, but for me, I would go because, as I said a minute ago, I mean, I see an audition as a finished file, right? Because it's you're recording it for a purpose, and the purpose is as an audition. For me, if they want to use it as a final afterwards, 
then that's up to them. But I can see why you may want to process your voice if you're doing an audition. But again, it would it would still come back to those parameters that we always talk about is, okay, what am I trying to achieve with the processing that I'm using? Do I need to do it or don't I? I think you want to, in your audition, your goal is to stand out, be remembered, be picked. True. And so whatever does that without harming that is okay on an audition. And it's really hard to know what it is because it's everything from yeah. just having a unique interp and the audio quality might not matter at all to the whole thing. If you sound very professional, then they're going to go, oh, wow, that's sounds good, yeah. whatever it is. And so that I like that one because you're just trying to catch a very ephemeral thing in the air. Like what catches yeah. these people's ear that makes them go, let's hire that person. It right. is it's like a moment in time, man. If your audition comes five before, you might not have made it and you just got lucky because, like, just the order, it's so, I, I don't know. It's it's kind of funny how, like, auditioning is really, you know how people try to play the stock market? Like, I wonder if auditioning yeah. is, like, the same way, like, no one can actually predict and you're just as good just, like, throwing your yeah. name in a hat without even having your file in there and just... Are <laughs> your chances of yeah. getting picked as good as just a blind pick? <laughs> I think actors certainly feel it that way. I mean, I I have clients I've worked with for many, many, many years. And, you know, every couple of years, I'm not booking. I think it's this, and I want to buy this. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know if it's that. <laughs> I think it's yeah. just at the moment, you're not, you're, you're not your it. voice brand is not the thing that they need at that, at that moment or that, yeah. that month or whatever it is. Yeah. Like, it's uh it's very ephemeral like that's a good word for it, it is a kind of ephemeral um whatever you do just do it consistently <laughs> i think yeah, that's a big yeah, one yeah you just stick you stick it's a numbers game you know and, i mean and like, be pro about it like you know like if you audition like i would audition in a train you're not gonna have a good chance <laughs> exactly or on a plane. A plane. Or on a plane. Have I done that to you guys? I haven't done a plane yet, <coughs> have yet. I? No, we yeah. haven't tried Shouldn't that. have said that. Yeah, yeah. shouldn't have I'll said that. I'll do that one day. <laughs> Robert brought up a good point a couple of minutes ago, though, AP. I mean, if, since we're talking about auditions and processing or not to process, what about interpreting scripts? Like, do you, how do you, if you were going to audition, yes. do you do three or four different interpretations, then pick the best one? How do you do that? You might, but I've seen, like, I have a, a story that I've told quite a bit, but it's true. It's like the spot, the audition comes in, and it's like Santa, essentially. But no one really read the 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 script that well. And so everyone's like, ho, 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 and they're just being really typical about it. And one guy is like, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> because the script yeah. is sort of this, like, apathetic Santa. And, he, and it, it was the interpretation that got it, and a lot of it is, like, having a unique, um, you know, figure, figure if you read it and the first thing that comes to mind you think is also the first thing that comes to everyone's mind, think about how you might increase your chances by being unique. Especially yeah. if maybe your voice doesn't play well into that. Like if it's like a thing for a movie and you need to have Don LaFontaine's voice and you just don't have it, then you're going to have to adapt and do something maybe different. Um, yeah. But the interp yeah. is a really powerful place to go and probably yeah. the most important thing I would actually think. Well, I would have thought even more right. than processing that would be the important part. I mean, we don't do yeah. auditions necessarily yeah. here in Australia, so I don't sure. hear a lot of them, but that would be my thought. Interpretation is the first and foremost right. thing in your mind. First and foremost, yeah. and then and well, then after that, if you sound pro, then it just it's all better. Yeah, it's all like more confidence. 
So, okay, yeah. so then if we're talking about that, then in the past we've when we've talked about auditions... In, thank you, Chloe. <laughs> in the past... <laughs> she's auditioning. In the, yeah, no. she's yeah. auditioning. She is. We'll call, we'll, we'll call you, though, yeah. That's right. Yeah. In the past when we've talked about auditions, we've talked about leaving pops and clicks in or taking them out and uh-huh. breaths. Thoughts on that? I don't think anybody's living, well, honestly, well, maybe, okay, if they're listening on headphones and maybe people are a lot these days and take them out, but to me, just taking out pops and clicks is quite a bit of work. I mean, I guess if you're running something like, you know, Mouth D-Click, which does a pretty good job from Isotope, um, and you do like a real cursory one, but I wouldn't want to do that to a final, but it can make, take them away and make them a non-issue. I don't know if, if you have a problem. I just don't want to have something on on the in the audition that is distracting. So, like, a, you know, yeah, a gasp of air, a breath, or something. Or if you're if you're good at it, take them out. Or, you know, yeah, I wouldn't spend two I, hours declicking. Yeah, yeah, I just do it manually. It's just quicker. Yeah, it, 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 and that's the thing. Uh, it's that's also to do with monitoring. I actually talked about this earlier today with somebody. If you're monitoring yourself on triple or sextuple, I have these in-ear monitors. I've probably talked about them before. They have six drivers. Yeah, they're they're extremely sensitive. Like they expose every damn flaw in the audio, and they will make you crazy if you use them for editing voiceover. I mean, you yeah. can hear absolutely everything. So is that necessarily good that you would have to obsess over? The my, my, my most minute of details. You no, know, because part of auditioning is how many auditions can you get done in a day? It's a numbers yeah. game. Yeah. So if you're yeah. like sitting there, like, like unless you can pay somebody, like you got to do. You're, I think you're better off doing more auditions than declicking an audition. If you could do two more auditions in that time, like. Well, hey, let's put it this way: if you yeah. if you hire a coach to coach you through an audition, and P, and I know coaches that do this, like you can. You got a big audition. Like, damn it! Oh, so you're you're hiring wanna, somebody to direct you for the audition. Yeah, I want I want to really increase my chances of winning this, you know. And I'm going to spend money getting coaching on wow. this audition. Okay, yep. you're probably going to spend a little extra time polishing that thing up and really yeah. Na- yeah. nail the perfectionism of it all. But that's not what 99 percent of the auditions you're probably doing are. Um, yeah. You know, pick your battles. Yeah. Pick your yeah. battles. Exactly. Yeah. See, yeah. for me, I don't know. Look, for me, I think if I was listening to an audition or auditions on a regular basis, I don't know that I think what Robert's saying, I don't know that a few pops and clicks and breaths would necessarily worry me because I would be I wouldn't be expecting my talent to clean that up in the finished audio they sent me anyway if they were the ones that were successful. Because I'd be doing that anyway. So I don't know that a few pops and clicks would bother me. Particularly, I think it's only if their pops and clicks are so bad that it ruins the the moment. In yeah, a sense. of course. Like if yeah. it, if it just is so, like Andrew said, so distracting, distracting that someone just like all they hear is that and they don't hear the performance. But, I mean, occasionally, once in a blue moon, I'll hear an NPR, you know, some national public radio interview, and they're ear, and and you're hearing a lot of mouth noise, and you're like, well, that's kind of distracting. Probably at a remote yeah. studio because usually NPR is yeah. running SM sevens. And PL20s mm-hmm. and things like that that mm-hmm. are pretty immune to that. Yeah, almost. but they'll, maybe they're using a 41.6 in the field or some mm-hmm. condenser. And, or and someone's the, at a remote studio with a U87 or whatever. Now I'm hearing my own mouth noise. Oh, for God's sake. 
<laughs> Everyone, come on, join in. Uh, yes. Yeah. Let's gross out the listeners. I just drank some water. Hopefully that will stop. Um, <laughs> you dehydrate. You mouth make mouth noise. Yeah. Um, but I yeah. Yeah, if it's uh, and if it's a big, big, if it's a really big audition, bounce it off your family member, your wife, your kids, anybody will listen to it, and say, "Do you hear? What do you think?" And if they go, "Dad, is what's all that mouth noise or clicking sound?" Then you know you really got an issue. Like if nobody notices it on the first listen, they're not going to really notice it. So the perfect audition then is a little bit of processing, whatever's necessary, just to give it a bit of sparkle. Not not having your nine-month-old daughter in the background. <laughs> Doesn't help either. Um, That's how, tough how about to this? It's a good thing I'm not, yeah. good thing I'm in, not auditioning. In order of, imp- of importance, <laughs> the first thing is nail the interpretation. Yes. You got yeah, to do that. Yeah, yeah. agree. Then next thing is just have it be high quality, decent quality, so you sound professional. Mm-hmm. Next thing is, if, if, if you really think you can better the quality of whatever mic you have, which might vary based on how bad your mic is or how good your mic is, you might need to do nothing, you might need to do a lot, probably, hopefully not much, then maybe you EQ it and spice it up a little bit. And then finally, after you're done doing that, and if you want to go as far as de-clicking it, or, you know, like really fine-tune editing. Um, I think the one thing that's funny is when people go as far as to add music to their audition. Oh, really? Oh, that's happened that's a few crazy. Times. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. People have done that. Huh. They've basically produced the spot. Wow. You're like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. That's I too know, far. Because like, you're assuming that's, that's going to be the right. Yeah. yeah. Well, my question would be, what are you trying to hide? <laughs> would be my question. Exactly. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, oh, well, that's clicks. what I would say with um, <laughs> when people are processing their audio. It's like, what are you trying to hide? That's why I wouldn't never do it. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah. Because yeah. the other thing about an audition that you you know is probably more important now than it ever has been is that your your booth is also being auditioned because that's where you're going to do the final job from. And if it sounds like crap, it's going to play not in your favour. That's a very good point. Yeah. And I've got to go because I'm starting to lactate. Thanks, Robert. <laughs> yeah, Here's your out. That's, that's like the, the best out we've had. Well, that was fun. Is it over? The Pro Audio Suite. With thanks to Trimer. And Austrian Audio. Recorded using Source Connect. Edited by Andrew Peters. And mixed by Voodoo Radio Imaging. With tech support from George the Tech Whittem. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and join in the conversation on our Facebook group. To leave a comment, suggest a topic, or just say good day, drop us a note at our website. TheProAudioSuite.com.